All right, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, and on tonight's episode, we are unsupervised. No voice of treason, no voice of reason, and we have comedian Christina Walkinshaw. I just want to shout out really quick. Thank you guys, everyone who's been subscribing and reviewing. Please review us and subscribe on iTunes and give us five stars. I want to take this time to uh, introduce a new friend to the show, Singles Only, uh, realtor Brad Feinsmith of Diaperil Properties. If you are looking for a new home and need someone who is easy to work with and easy to get a hold of, you need to call Brad Feinsmith at Diaperil Properties. My friend Brad is more than happy to help you with your real estate needs, and as a top producer at his company, he knows how to handle any and all real estate matters and and uh, navigate you through this often confusing real estate market. Whether you're buying or selling, call Brad at 773-497-0870. I've actually known Brad for over 20 years, and he is easily the most fun and successful person I know. He actually should have been a stand-up comedian. But either way, I can guarantee you that he will make the process as fun as possible for you while helping buy or sell your home. So call Brad today at 773-497-0870 or like his Facebook page at Brad Feinsmith Realtor. The number again, 773-497-0870. And and, uh, check out his website at uh, www.bradfeinsmith.com. Give his Facebook page a like, will you? And check out his website. And actually, if you call him, tell him I said hi. I want to give a shout out to Scott Shapiro. I know some of you guys have heard about me being a lawyer, but if you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment that you don't know about. Not only payment for while you have medical treatment, but payment while you're off work and other compensation as well. Attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for over 20 years in Chicago. Call him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. The law offices of Scott B. Shapiro are a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations initially free of charge. So do not take a chance and wait. Once again, 312-648-8800 or check out his website at www.scottshapirolegal.com. Call Scott today. And now for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. All right, it's time for another edition of Singles Only. My name is Paul Farvar, and on tonight's episode, no voice of treason, no voice of reason, no side girl, no nothing. We just have Singles Only with comedian Christina Walkinshaw. Hi, Paul. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming all the way from, well, you're a comedian from Toronto or Canada, and then now you live in L.A. I live in LA now. I'm uh, uh, before that. I lived in Toronto, 
And I'm from Vancouver, but I started comedy in Ottawa. That's a lot of math. Okay. That's a lot of Canada. <laughs> Probably confused a lot of you. You don't. Um, you, you don't sound Canadian. Thank uh, except you. when you said sorry once. I thank heard, you. So. I'll probably say sorry like five times that's, on this podcast. That's fine. And you'll say sorry. <laughs> I, I saw your set uh, at Zany's uh, here in Chicago, and I, I you talked about you had some great stories about being single. So I'm assuming you are single. I truly am. Okay. I'm so. very, as you could hear me gulping down whiskey as you <laughs> asked the question. Uh, I for surely am single. How, how is that possible? How are you oh, single? Oh, so nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I legitimately like being single. This is why we have this podcast. I get so mad and I talk about this in my act too. I don't like this uh, idea that a girl my age, I am 39, full disclosure, uh, I don't like uh, the idea that a girl my age, if we're single, we're supposed to be at home, alone, sad, with ice cream, and five cats. I hate or that. three cats. But yeah, five is maybe <laughs> extreme. But I don't like that. I don't like, I have five vibrators. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the fifth one. It's great news because that means I don't have to wash the other four. Um, so do, are they all the same model or no they're all different, different depending no. on the mood it's like five different dudes well i feel like i know <laughs> exactly which actually i think i'm uh it's like my actual dating life dude no, just okay. i wish i was doing that well uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but but you're uh you're a comedian are you um do you so do you want to get married and have kids or that's not even on the books no i'll be honest i like i don't have those urges at all. Like if I had a maternal instinct, I'm sure it would have perked up by now, but I don't have it. Yeah. Like I look at a baby and I'm just like, that looks like a lot of work. Yeah. Like I'm fine. Do you, I, do you have siblings or anyone that have yes. kids and you get to see them when you want, I guess? Yes. Uh, my sister has two kids and they're so cute and I feel like she's killing it at life by having children and I don't want to steal her thunder. You there know you what go. I mean? Like, I feel very happy for her. But I just like, I don't have it. Do you have it? I don't. See, that's that's why I asked you that. I, I have a brother who has three kids. And yeah. I get to see the kids, which I love hanging out with them. And I think they're amazing. But I love the part where I could just leave. Yeah, me too. And I, I can live that... my life. I'm just too selfish or self-centered where I'm just like, I want to do fun stuff. And... Yeah. Like, I, I just, I feel like being a long distance aunt is like the best. Oh, yeah. It's the best. You get to enjoy the kids, but then when they start to act up, you could be like, "Oh." <laughs> and then you and you fulfill like your what you bring, you know, the 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 circle of life where you you totally. contribute to the life of a totally. child. Totally. Like still I thought be single. Totally. Like I thought I had insomnia. But then when I watch like my sister and my brother-in-law try to put my nieces to bed, I'm like, oh my God, children have the worst insomnia ever. <laughs> like yeah. they never want to go to bed. They just like, they won't go to bed. Then they do go to bed. But then you have to read like eight books to them and then they never <laughs> go to bed. I was just like, it seems like a lot of work. It's a lot of work. That's a, a lot, lot of work. work. So uh, you live in LA now. Yeah. And you were single in Canada too. Yeah. Are there, what is I don't your. I want to brag about how long I've been single for you guys, but it's what, powerful. When was the last time you weren't single, I guess? Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So this is interesting. My last relationship, actually. So I broke up with my last boyfriend in November. Uh, of and, this year? Or uh, of 2017. Okay. So you had a boyfriend recently. So I did. I had a boyfriend for like nine months, but. He was polyamorous. We have had polyamorous guests on the show. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay, and cool. so you tried to, and you were okay with that? Or how did that I work? I tried, I tried polyamory because I was like, 
there's part of me that was into like I, okay here's what's gonna get awkward <laughs> because here's why sure. I'm not good at talking about stuff uh okay so I think polyamory on paper looks amazing that's you just literally took a quote that I said in really another, oh my uh, god yeah, yeah. episode 68 Mike Kaplan oh my but god yeah. oh yeah paper, he's yeah. poly too yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. So it is like on paper, it makes perfect sense. However, in practice, Not it's so, bueno. so hard. Yeah. So when I first started dating him, this is going to sound really dumb. Uh, you knew up top that he was polyamorous. I knew that he was polyamorous. But you thought that he had stopped this. I, yeah, of course. Because no I'm a dumb, dumb like girl that was just like, <laughs> oh, well, you were poly, but you're not going to be poly for me, right? Because I'm like enough or whatever. Like, but you didn't have the conversation. You just assumed Didn't wrongly. have the conversation. Gotcha. And another full disclosure thing I'll say is I think, so anyways, I, obviously I'm from Toronto and then I moved to LA. And I think when you first moved to LA, especially if you're a comic, you go from being like maybe super busy in the city you once lived in to being very available mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> in Los Angeles because nobody knows who you are. And it's like, it's a big starting over grounds. And I'm not saying that I, I'm a, I necessarily like get lonely or anything, but I will tell you, I was very open. <laughs> like There's I a lot of downtime. I had a lot of downtime. So I started dating this guy and, uh, oh God. I need more water. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm coughing. Uh, uh, Sorry. I don't want to do my coughs on the microphone. I don't even feel... I don't know why I'm coughing. Anyways, uh, I'm nervous. (laughs) But uh, uh, yeah, so I I started dating this polyamorous guy. But uh, uh, yeah, you kind of believe that like, even if you're dating a poly person, maybe they're not going to be poly with you. Maybe that was like something of the past. Right. Uh, That's wrong. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm coughing. I'm not sick. I am not sick. It's a lot of well, you dry, just had a windy show. air yeah, in Chicago. Chicago, it it's a dry season. I don't have a humidifier going on. Yeah, is no. that what you use for dry? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, you do humidifiers. Oh, see, I know math. <laughs> okay, so um, you didn't have the conversation. You made this assumption that he was no longer going to be. Uh, did you guys have a conversation that you were boyfriend and girlfriend, or you just kind of? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, there was that conversation because I remember it was like, you know, when you're like ambiguously fucking somebody for like, I don't know, five or six times. Mm -hmm. But like as a single girl, I'm just like used to that being ambiguous for like maybe a year or two. Like, I don't think that somebody's going to like lay down a conversation like five or six times having sex. But he did. He was like, so are you my girlfriend? Oh, he brought it up. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I'm on your podcast because I love being single. Yeah. I would never bring that up. I would be like, I that can like. This is a strange twist because <laughs> now I was like, well, shame on you. But now I don't know if it is no, shame on you. No, oh my God, not me at all. Yeah. And he's like, so are you my girlfriend? And I was like, uh. You started coughing. Yeah, that's where my coughs come from. My yeah. coughs come from uncomfortable, sure. <laughs> being uncomfortable. Uh, and I was like, oh. I'm not dating anyone else, right? So that's kind of like... a lot of downtime. That's a lot of... Yeah. That's kind of like commitment, right? Yeah, sure. I just like, I'm not dating anyone else. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So then we started dating. And so a long time ago in Toronto, 2013, which we discussed briefly off the air, uh-huh. uh, I discovered Tinder. Right. And I don't want to brag, but I feel like 
You crushed I Tinder. discovered Tinder before everybody. Else. Before like, it I didn't popular. know it was a hookup app. I yeah. was just like on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never online dated before. You discovered Tinder. I discovered basically. Tinder. You were like the Al Gore of Tinder. I am the Al Gore of Tinder. Right. All right. You you discovered it was like the Beatles in nineteen sixty. Exactly. <laughs> I gotcha. So you got you got Tinder and you created you went on like fifty first dates with it. Is I that what did. it was? Okay. It was very I'm just, I need to say this because I want everybody to know, like, I always write from my heart and I'm not, like, looking for people to uh, Shit read on. my stuff. Or, oh, right. Yeah, I don't want to hurt people. And I didn't know that the blog was going to get that much attention. Like, I didn't know. I just, I never online dated before. And I'd never been on Tumblr before. So I was like, oh, I'll just use this Tumblr and I'll start like writing about these Tinder dates. I don't know what they are. You didn't write names or anything, right? You just never nicknames for no like names, no faces. And left I was, hook arm or whatever. Yeah, no. And I always kept my blog very positive because I think that there's already like a gazillion people out there being Shitting like on it. Yeah. dates from hell and like online dating mm-hmm. is a nightmare. And I don't want to be like that. There's a mm-hmm. silver lining in every date. Yeah. I like to like, think. It's like at the end of the day, I think dating is just you going out with another human being, enjoying a snack or two, and a snack. drink or two, and hopefully Splitting a nice a environment. a Snickers bar. Yeah. Dude, I challenge you to find a bar that serves nachos for one, okay? It's true. <laughs> that is the only thing that sucks about being single, means that the there's food. not enough bars that offer... Half uh, orders of nachos. Yeah. <laughs> if you find a bar with half orders of nachos, tell me because that's my favorite. It's just someone to eat with. Yeah, so it makes it's like, sense. Sometimes you got to go on dates so you can like have the big things in life, like nachos and like large pizzas and stuff. And you know, it's just like dates are just like conversations. Like it's not that big right. of a deal. Like yeah, hopefully you get laid. Or something comes. You make a connection with somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's there's nothing wrong. I I don't. I, we don't. Sh- I don't shit on the dates. I always even the bad dates that I've had. There's been a takeaway from it. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is what I learned. That's what I and, think too. And, like, and that's yeah. I didn't do a blog about it though. I know, you're, but I didn't know that anybody. Like when I started blogging, <laughs> it was like a, definitely at a time where people were like, nobody reads blogs, <laughs> and so I just they do. I know, so and I it's just, permanent. <laughs> I know. But I just wrote like nobody was going to read it. And they did. And then everybody and this guy did, it. the polyamorous Pete founder. Um, I'm calling him Pete. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's let's call him Polly Pete. Yeah, Polly Pete. Yeah. It's like a garbage pail kid. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, so the blog sort of took off in Toronto and it became a, a, a thing. And you know, like, uh, it was nice. It was cool. I got like the cover of Now Magazine in Toronto. But it was very like. 2013 Carrie Bradshaw, if you will, which I yeah. have to say because, of course, I like Sex in the City. So, anyways, but then when the blog died, because I was like, there definitely comes a point where you can't write about your love life anymore. You just like you can't like it's. What's that point when it's you are in oh, a relationship? You just know it when you hit it. You're like, it's too hard sometimes. Some people. Obviously it wasn't because are, of one person. It was because you just were like done, right? I. I personally feel like I was done with it because, but, but not just me. There's okay. some people that are like, I like you, but I don't want to be written about, which is right. fair. So people were going out with you knowing about the blog. Yeah. But advance. then that's also, that's also like not an organic experience for me. Yeah. If somebody only wants to go out with me because they want to be blogged. Right. About. So then they're like, 
they're playing the game. They've like read 20 dates. They know I like craft beer and spicy chicken wings and yeah. people oh, kind of know how to play me. And it works. <laughs> oh my God. Like give her four crafts beers. Like I'm telling you yeah. before the blog became more popular, like I didn't sleep with any, I didn't sleep with anybody. So I went on all these Tinder dates. Uh, the first guy I slept with, I think was date number 19. Uh, but then like the blog kind of got hot and people like knew what they had to do to like get in my pants. <laughs> and then I was like sleeping with so date number are- 19, number 23, number 25, number 27. The ratio went up. If it was oh, like the, a graph, it all dude, of a sudden Dude, the graph spiked. just started to spike. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but so there were that- some interesting experiences. Anyways, but to go back to the poly guy. So then... I kind of stopped that blog. I kind of made the limit 50 first dates. Because I was mm-hmm. like, I had a ring to it, like the movie. That's enough on Canadian my version, sure. Yeah. A lot nicer. Yeah, but if people kept on reading because never nobody ever believed that I was going to not commit to one of them. It's like, Everybody's how does like, this end? Yeah. Everybody was like, well, you can't just be single for the rest of your life. You're a woman. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> that's I mean, a, that's it goes irritating. both ways. Men are like, people are like, what's, no, but why? It's, no, but it's cooler it's for worse. a man to be single like george clooney it like he's not single anymore i know that's true but i feel like men can get away with being Mm, single not for longer than women can maybe without questions a couple years older yeah a couple i would say decades a man can be (laughs) single like at 50 and we're like he's so cool if a woman's single at 50 we'll be like that's so sad yeah do you know what i mean (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I mean, I do agree with you to some extent, but it is. Cre- I am like the creepy guy at even even the <laughs> comedy creepy. clubs. Like people are like all the all the people when they found out when I turned forty, I did a bunch of jokes about you know turning yeah. forty, and then all of a sudden people are like, oh wait, he's like way older than us. <laughs> and like I did a show tonight at a at a at a bar where I was a musician twenty years ago. So it was a whole nother life that I lived. So yeah. it is creepy. Like people are creeped out, especially like on dating apps too. Cause, uh, people don't go above 40 on their dates. I do. Yeah. Well, you're, I you go said up to 40. I think mine is at like 47. Okay. I like for me right now. Okay. This is going to sound really dumb, but I used to gravitate towards people that were astrologically compatible with me. Oh dear! <laughs> but it now my son. I know. I'm that, I wonder why I'm single. But I'm, uh, <laughs> but now my new thing is, as I really gravitate to people that are in my own age bracket. Yeah. And people like get what years I came up in because, like, the way that everything's working right now, we all know that like different age groups just have a different outlook on life. Like, we all know that like. The younger people, they're really PC and they're really doing a great job trying to make the world better than the one that we fucking brought to them. Mm -hmm. And then there's the older people that are still like kind of racist and like weird. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. And we're somewhere in the middle where we've seen both generations, but Generation X. Yeah. I think it is. What are you like? I I feel like I think we're in the same bracket. So, yeah, I think so. So I'm a 78 baby. And I think they try to, I'm like between X and millennial. I don't identify with yeah. either one. And they try to come up with like a new generational uh, name for uh, our age bracket, my age bracket. 
And they tried to call us like Exennials. Did you see that? No, I didn't it see that. It was like maybe like a year ago. I was like, great. I'm like the Benefer of <laughs> generations. <laughs> Exennials. so Generation X. Yeah, they, called us, they tried to call yeah. 78 babies Exennials. But, you, but, but also the when you go on dating apps or even just organic dating, people, women who are, you know, from 30 to 35 right. have an agenda. And they're that's the, true. And I've dated girls at that I age. I don't. Right. Yes. But the but you're outside. They're they want to know where is it going? Yeah. After the third date or third month. Because yeah. I, I have a lot of relationships that last around that time. And yeah. then that's like this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. And you're like, why doesn't it have to go anywhere? Like I know. Well, just me, like that like, argument doesn't work. I don't know what jokes I did in front of you because you know I, I The house know, joke you did was hilarious. The house joke, but that's like a one hundred percent true. Yeah. Like that's how a lot of my girlfriends think. Like I'm a house and I'm for sale, and if you don't buy it, I'm gonna start showing it to other people. Right. Like I gotta that's fucking sell house. this house. Like, yeah, yeah. but that's so much of like the women in my. That's yeah. normal. That's, that's like normal. I just don't think I am not that person. Yeah. Like I'm not. I love being on my own. I love making my own money. I love supporting myself. Or just going, like doing the things you want to do. I love yeah, it. It's, it's great to, it's, those are the benefits Not of being Not all girls single. are like, put a ring on it or like, I have, I want to wear a <laughs> fancy dress. Like the only reason I wear a dress is so like I can wear like no underwear and let my <laughs> vagina air out. <laughs> like, <laughs> from all the five I'm not vibrators. doing it to look fancy. Yeah. Let yeah, me yeah. tell you. I'm Did I? So what happened with this poly? I know. Guy sorry, that, I so. keep digressing. No, you're fine. That's I'm a, so good at avoiding. I'm good trying to understand that we talked about that. We went back to the block. So I'm like, yeah. maybe he found out about it. Yeah. So no, he knew about it because okay. he's like really uh, slick with the. Well, here's the problem. You can't date now. Not like go- get googled, right? People. Will oh yeah. Figure out who oh, you he are googled in like you. five seconds. Did you really? No, oh, he cool. googled you. No, I. Oh didn't. yeah, he did. Uh, so anyways, I remember, uh, I wouldn't say I'm like a blocked writer. I think I'm like a, I write all the time, but sometimes I get really scared to put my writing on the internet. Uh, so then he was like, and we've only been dating maybe like a month. And then uh, he brought up my blog or whatever. And he was like, I know what you can write about. And I was like, what? And he goes, that I'm Polly. And, and I like, was like. Present tense? <laughs> I was like, wait, you're still Polly? Oh, no. And then he was like, yeah. And then I was like, well, if you're Polly, I'm Polly. Like, I'm not just going to watch a guy fuck a bunch of other people and not do it myself. But he said you were his girlfriend. Yes. So was was it like a pecking order? No, I didn't. Well, he did tell me after we had that conversation that I was going to be the the um, the primary the primary is the that's primary. what it's called okay yeah so that's when you're the like mother number hen. one yeah. yeah you're like the mother hen oh, exactly God, it sounds so okay so then I was like so there's part of me it was like okay well like I'm you know I'm the yeah I'm the primary okay that that makes me feel secure or whatever yeah and uh, everyone else is a side girl or side yeah secondary uh, yeah I'm not good with quotients with the primary yeah. uh, <laughs> secondary with the secondary with the terminology of polyamory yeah. Well, trust me, that's like, so then the blog that I've been doing the last year, the blog that if you guys look up, you'll probably see that I've tragically fallen off of because I don't know how to end it. 
Uh, it's a different blog now. It's a different blog, but I kept it on the same Tumblr page because I had like ten thousand. Like I have so many followers. Right, right. I have like forty thousand followers. So it's like wow. I don't want to lose those readers. Like if they're interested in knowing where and uh, uh, all the places that my vagina is going, I don't want them to like lose track. Do you <laughs> tell stories specifically about the sex that you had with these people too? Um, oh yeah, Sometimes? but no okay. names, no faces. Right, of course. I'm a delicate human being. I don't want to hurt anybody. Sure. I'm very Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it comes so, back what, to that. so then he, you, you so had the conversation really, yeah. first that he said, you're my girlfriend. Yeah. Then he said, he's Polly. And you're like, then I'm going to be Polly. Yeah. That's a month in. Yeah. And then you tried it. So basically with that, with the second half of my blog is, is basically a very slow play by play of like what it would be like. As a traditionally monogamous girl, which I am, even though I don't commit very often, but I commit have. when I commit. If if I commit, I'm like all, all in. in. I don't like, I don't cheat. I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I don't commit unless I really think that you're better than me being single. Like you have to be. You bring more you to have the to be table. Worth, yeah, you like being with you has to be better than being single and I really like being single what was the longest relationship you had as an adult three and a half years okay so you have gone to the promised land I guess yeah okay at the the end of those relationships I've always been like oh it's time for me to be single again like usually what happens for me is that like I reach a point where I'm on the verge of cheating and then I know I don't want to be a cheater and so then I'm just like, well, that's my sign. Mm-hmm. And then I break up with a boyfriend. You do the breaking up. I always do it. The second I think I'm going to cheat on mm-hmm. a boyfriend, I break up with somebody. Okay. So let's, so we got, you did a three and a half year. Yeah. You, you're, this, I've done multiple three and a half. I feel like so I've done like traditional two, two, monogamous. three. Yeah. I am, but or as you I get were. older, I'm so happy being single. Sure. In my 30s, it's been more single than relationships. My 20s were like... I'm a good girl. I'm going to, I fucked a guy. So I'm going to stay with him for three mm-hmm. years. You know, like that kind of crap. Sure. It's Canadian. It's <laughs> so what, so this guy a month in you, you, you uh, decide you're going to be Polly as well, even mm. though you're the, the primary. Yes. And then you, you said that you, how did you go about becoming Polly at that point or trying to, I guess. So like everything was, are there Polly sites? Poly parties? Yeah, I, I would go to some poly meetup groups. Do you know meetup? No, now I do. I didn't so know that's what that is was. Like, so I know what meetup is, but yeah. we do that to, to sell so tickets meetup, to shows. At least in LA. <laughs> <laughs> so like, true. that's what the the clubs do to, to get people they go to on show up. I didn't so know like, that was a poly party. A show. Is it called a poly meetup? Or is it just a meet, all meetups are hidden? A, yeah, like Holy there's shit. a meetup okay. for, it's called poly cocktails. Oh, so they, so don't, they it's labeled as such. Yeah, so like gotcha. all these poly people can go to these meetup groups. And I, I definitely went to one. But like before I went to the meetups, um, like everything was like, I did everything one step at a time. Like, because he had already been poly for so many years, of full disclosure. Uh, he was married before me. Mm-hmm. 
And then that's what made him become poly. I know marriage. Um, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Married people. <laughs> you don't want to be closed off. Is there like an initiation? Like you're like you to get into the poly. I know. <laughs> like they're I like, ask they have like a secret handshake to make sure you're not like undercover. I don't know. I'm just My handshakes yeah. like this. <laughs> it's, it's, Sorry, I shouldn't do you like air hand jobs on a podcast. <laughs> We were videotaping. Dude, my brilliant. physical comedy on podcasts is on point. You can't see it, but just know it's happening. So, uh, you, so you went to the poly meetup party. Yeah, but so, but. Um, With him or. No, the first separate. poly meetup group I went to, I went to by myself. Okay. I met a girl in a bar and she was like, oh, because I started reading The Ethical Slut in public. What's that? The Ethical Slut? Oh my God. It's the guide to open relationships in polyamory. It's There's a book. A- book about it it's a really popular the ethical slut oh my god You're, it's, it's amazing it's actually part of it. a great book like i said when i say that is polyamory, it for women or is it everyone it's for everybody right? man okay. it's like uh I mean, like i said when you when i say that polyamory looks amazing on paper it looks great on paper it's hard in practice when i read the ethical slut i'm like oh man these women haven't figured it out like it's so good like and i i do think that polyamory has a, a place for possibly people that are like 10 years into a relationship possibly to into a family yeah because it's like especially if you if you have a family if you have like children i understand you don't want to like break up a family oh, family right right so that you can i don't know discover meeting new people so there so but when you get into a relationship with a, ma- a man or a woman or mm-hmm. whatever you identify as and you've only known this person for like a month. I don't know that I necessarily had the legs in my relationship to be able to be polyamorous. Mm-hmm. Does that but make sense? I yeah, it does. And I just I just like the fact that you're this reading this book in public is almost like a beck and call Dude. to be like, just so y'all know. Oh <laughs> like my god. Sixteen people are like and they can you their car. You're like <laughs> The password is Fidelio, and then you show up, and it's like it's, it's like, like you're a comedian. Do you ever do like one joke that's like just for you on stage, and maybe only two <laughs> or three people laugh, but you're yeah. like, oh, they get it. That's, that's like what the reading book is. Yeah. the ethical slut at a bar or like in public is. It's like they'll look at you, but like, oh, it's a secret. I handshake. know what's going on with yeah. her life. <laughs> like. That's so funny. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a book called Sex at Dawn. I don't know if you read it. I have that too. Okay. Of so course. that I. That was my secondary reading after. That talks yeah. about how, going back to what you said about people who are in a relationship, it's just monogamy is not in the human nature. So that's why I understand why it's polyamory is so popular right. on paper. Right. But everyone that I've talked to that has done it, and, and we've had comedian Mike Kaplan on here who is polyamorous, but then. He came back and now he's in a relationship that's not really polyamorous anymore. So, oh, man. so it's yeah, like you're saying. So this you're reading this book and somebody comes up to you and be like, This is where the this is where it's at. Oh dude, it was a girl and they were wearing a, who I ended up hooking up with like months later. Okay. It was actually a, a lesbian. And then it was very funny because when I, I hooked up with her, she would have been the second person I hooked up with in my polyamorous relationship. So, uh, but, is, I don't want to jump. I'm now. I'm jumping to like chapter 19 of my blog, which I don't mean to do. Let's rewind a little bit. So, have you um, had you been with women before you were? Oh poly- yeah. Okay, dude. An orgasm is an orgasm, whether it comes from a man, a woman, a plastic device that you keep under your or five pillow. or five of them. Right. <laughs> like, 
all your fingers at the same time. Wherever you get your <laughs> orgasms. I don't give a shit. Okay, so chapter um, 19, we skipped. Chapter we skipped. That's so far down the road. And I'm still like, oh, <laughs> great friends with her. She's so great. Uh, but like, let's go back to, so the guy, the poly guy though, they started to date. So he had been married. And then uh, they opened their marriage up. And then she left him for another guy that she slept in their with poly- in their oh, poly relationship. Shit, yeah. But then there was part of me that was like, well, yeah. Seems like that's what would happen if you open up your marriage. Yeah. How do you prevent goes, that? I know. Then he was like, Christina, a lot of relationships fail, not just poly ones. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good point. That's, that's true. That's really like, smart. And there's a part of me that's like, I've always been so happy being single and I've never been like, I've never felt the need to like have somebody all the time where I was like, I kind of thought I could do polyamory because of that. But But really it's actually quite the opposite. (laughs) It's like, I found like my first secondary would just be me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. You're like, eh. it's like okay, so he's like, I want to go out with this other girl. I want to go out with this girl. I'm going out with this girl. I'm like, it's cool. I'm just going to stay home by myself which and is do almost nothing. Like, yeah. I love it. Well, I mean, as comedians, you have, you're, you almost, doing stand-up is almost like a relationship in a way because you it get your totally tie. Yeah. There's nights after a show. Like last night, I, I had a, I had two shows. The second show, I was like, I can't wait to just go home and eat this pizza yes. and like watch we- Webster reruns, which yes. is what I do. So yeah, did you say Webster yeah, reruns? That's that right. is amazing. I, I, that's, I I've been I watching Webster. Why I like hanging out with people my own age because like it's just like astrology. I feel like instant connection. <laughs> You said that to a girl that's like 12 years younger than us. She'd be like, who's Webster? Is that a dictionary? I'd be like, no, they it's had a little Webster? cute black boy. <laughs> like, they had Webster in Canada? Oh, what, the dictionary or the no, TV show? The TV show, yeah. <laughs> of course we did. I don't know these things. Oh my God, we're not. <laughs> it's an amazing show. It's so bad, it's good. Honestly, if you watch it again, totally it's Totally forgotten about so it bad. until you brought it up. But I'm It's so on excited. on uh, Antenna TV. I... <laughs> I often I often put it on my Instagram story, so we're, we follow. Oh my each other god! Now. Oh, I'm so There's, excited. I like catch mistakes they make, and I I put them on. Or sometimes what do you mean by crazy. mistakes? Like that he picks up. There's one that I put on that he picks up a purple mug, and then the next scene it's like blue. It's just <laughs> so badly edited. It's almost like they're like, "How is this show on TV?" It's oh my so, god! It's like a an after school special that just never ended. Oh my god! I had to Google. Webster, his his name was like Emmanuel something. Emmanuel Lewis, really? yeah, Emmanuel, yeah, oh yeah. He's God. like an adult now. He Are had a. He, oh, I, I already that. did all the. Research. What if he's polyamorous right now? <laughs> it all comes full circle. Okay, <laughs> so we got off on a tangent. That's my fault. So this Webster. guy, <laughs> this is the new Webster podcast. So you, if you're just tuning in right now, I I'm excited to have you. Do not steal my line. <laughs> That's my idea. I am going to have a Webster podcast. <laughs> And then uh, and we're going to do podcast. <laughs> we're going to do back to head that. of the class is another one I've been going on. I'm on season four. Oh yeah, God, I've got them all saved. Oh, um, head of the class, Howard Hespin. Howard Hespin, a Robin lot of Gibbons, Robin remember? Gibbons was on She's it. A date, the Mike Tyson. Dan Schneider guy who got in a lot of trouble. Yes, the, oh my he's God. on there. Uh, whoever a, was Arvid. Uh, Arvid was the guy, the nerdy guy, but he was also like all guys that I had as like pinups for my Teen Bop <laughs> magazine or whatever. The Teen best... Beat, sorry, it was Teen Beat, and there was Bop and Big Bopper. Sorry, uh, magazines. Sometimes they cross over. So like Arvid, oh, most exciting when people cross over in a different character though. 
so Arvid was a lawyer that the Webster Webster went to go see in an episode where it was like the ne- nephew of someone. He was a nerdy guy, so he was typecast. Right. And then he becomes Arvid on head of the class. <laughs> but anyway, we're we're digressing. So this secondary, is my favorite part of the podcast. It's not me we, talking about my dirty vagina. This you is talking why, about Webster. <laughs> this is why we usually have a voice of reason because we're we're both ADHD. Okay, so secondary. Did you find a secondary? I don't want to ruin your blog. Um, I'll tell you. So uh, I think uh, anybody who's trying to uh, convert to polyamory (laughs) probably make the same uh, choices and or mistakes as I did. So I didn't do anything in the beginning. I just kind of treated it like a normal monogamous relationship. And it was still like I was always very on edge. Like every time he would like come around and be like, oh, I got a story for you. Like, oh my God, probably means he fucked another girl. But then it was never like that. It was you, like, you no, guys, I went and saw Moonlight, but I had to go and get more popcorn, right? As like a weird scene was happening. I mean, so it was like all, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. But I didn't, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think I definitely got like into this comfort zone where I thought it kind of was monogamous, even though I knew the terms going in, but then nothing happened for so long that I kind of felt comfortable what do you mean nothing happened? Like nothing polyamorous happened. So like we were just on your end, but you don't on know what both he, of our end. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't doing anything either. See, that's so what... then I started to like get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then there was this one day where he was like, oh, these girls are in town from uh, Texas. And I was like, oh, great. Like whatever. And they want to know where they should do karaoke. And I was like, send them to the gaslight. It's amazing. Like so fun. And then I didn't think, like, I didn't know, like, I didn't have any sort of a, a heads up. It would have been different if you just, like, come to me and you were like, oh, I've, like, had a little flirtation with this girl for years, and I don't know if anything's going to happen, but I didn't have any signs. All I had was, oh, she wants to know where good karaoke is. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't have a good heads up. And then they went out or whatever, and then... You didn't go? No, oh, I was... Okay. I don't know. I was doing something maybe at a gig or something, but I wasn't even worried. Like I didn't even think like I was in such a comfort zone. And then the next day I went over to his house cause we were going to go over and meet up with some other mutual friends. And then I got to his apartment and he was washing his sheets. Oh yeah. That's and a bad I sign. know you don't know the kind of guys I date, <laughs> but they don't wash don't their want- sheets. <laughs> like, I was like, Oh no. I was like, oh no, the poly stuff started last night. Like, this was it. But again, I was like, I was too timid to bring it up. I was too scared. Or I don't know if I was, I was part, one part like timid and one part like kind of not Didn't wanting know. to know. Yeah. And I was like, that's probably what happened. I don't know if I want to hear about it. That's why I don't understand polyamory. That's, that's where it's not thing. on. Pay- like, there's a weird part in hindsight where I'm like, maybe cheating is better. That's what this is. So this is exactly the argument it's I like, made. It's like, get it out of your system. I don't want to know about it. If you come home to me at the end of the day, that means that you actually like me better. Right. Or you have a better connection with me. Some poly person is going to kick me in the face no, after this podcast. I, I but just, I'm just saying like what hurts and what I can handle it's like, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, but then But that's I, not what polyamory is about. They they want to hear you. That's what 
I heard from our other guests who right. are probably saying, no, you talk about it openly. Yeah. And you, but to me, that's like throwing it in your face. You're like, oh yeah, I oh. came like three times and they were really hard comes. Like what? <laughs> who wants to fucking hear that? It was hard. Guys can't hear it. Their it egos hard. can't handle it. I know. It was weird, but there was like a part of me in the moment that was like, uh, I was <laughs> like, I, I did ask him and then the conversation got to a point where he's like, do you want to know more? And I was like, yep. If oh. I'm going to, if I'm going to do this, wait, I'm so you asked this. him what happened? I had to, I knew when somebody's the washing next their day, sheets, bro, like, the same time you did. Yeah. We went for a hike on Fryman Canyon in LA, which is like my favorite, <laughs> uh, which is the only reason Plug. I think I could handle polyamory's cause I got the story on Fryman Canyon, which is like my favorite hike. Uh, but I was like, he was like, do you want to know? And I was like, yeah, if I'm going to do like, if I'm going to be capable of being polyamorous, I need to obviously be able to hear mm-hmm. the story. So then he told me everything's happened. And it was funny what, like, what, what I needed to know or as a feminist, I was like, did you go down on her? Because I'm like, <laughs> if you're not going down on women, don't bother being polyamorous. Nobody wants you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But he was like, yeah, I was like, okay. As long as she got oral and I was like happy but that would be worse because that's more intimate than. I know you just think that, sex. but there's part of your me that feminism cares about out. <laughs> yes, my feminism always will outweigh it my trumps your your relationship with Polly Pete. That's amazing. Like, as long as women are getting oral, she got I'm off. fine with sharing my boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> if you're just like drilling a girl like a fucking porn star, I'm like eh, maybe you need to stay at home. <laughs> like oh, we don't need you. Uh, so, anyways, I thought it was fine. And I was so proud of myself for like being able to like share this man with another woman. Cause like I said, why I'm on this podcast and why I'm single to this day is I do, I do like personal freedom and I like, I don't like the idea that we can't connect with new people Mm -hmm. as we get older. Like there's so much about polyamory I love. But then the next morning I woke up after having a great day, by the way, that whole day that I got that whole story the whole day was great. Hung out with different friends. You and got family. the play by play. I got the play by play. But then the next morning I woke up and I was like, fuck, I'm not okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's hit you. Yeah. And then I left his apartment at like 6 a.m. at an hour that I don't even ever wake up yeah. at. I was like, I have to get out of here. Went to a coffee shop. I got like a croissant the size of this table. I just started like eating <laughs> fucking flaky baked goods. And uh, drinking Americanos and crying in public oh, at no. 7 a.m., which is a great hour to cry in public because, like, nobody's awake. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> People are going to work. Yeah. And then, and then, and I think this might happen to a lot of first time poly girls, but what's the first thing you think I would do in that moment? Uh, I don't know. Well, I think you know that now it's your move. Secondary. Like you have to go fuck somebody else. Secondary. Like guy. I never felt the urge to fuck somebody else until he fucked somebody else. So and that's almost like, like spiteful. Yes. And I didn't want to be that person. Yeah. That's exactly what I didn't want. Like the sane part of me is like, oh, I don't want to be that girl that just like fucks another guy because he fucks somebody else. But then I started throwing out some feelers. <laughs> On like what? Apps like or two, something? I only really at the... At Bumble. that time, I only had, no, I couldn't do Bumble and Tinder because, of course, I had already done that yeah, yeah. in my past life in Toronto. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do it with, like, a random person. I was actually very picky 
I was like, no, if I'm going to fuck somebody in this relationship, this person has to be like special. It has to be real. Cause polyamorous, uh, polyamory, it's like, it's about having multiple loves, yeah. not like multiple flings. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, right. So you contacted Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Is that <laughs> obviously the, he was like first... on speed dial. Like, like I obviously up? have his number. I'm sure you can tell by looking at me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there was like a guy, there was like, there was a guy that I wasn't, well, there was a guy I've had a crush on for like a year, uh, but just never made a move. We're just like friends. And then there was a guy that tried to sleep with me, like maybe a few months before he like had hit on me. So it was like, so you poked him on Facebook. Yeah. So I was like, well, (laughs) that guy will fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) He already offered. Right. So I could toss it out on that guy. Or there was the guy that, like I said, I've just like known for years. We have a nice friendship. Uh, and so anyways, that's the guy I pursued a little more appropriately. Uh, I still didn't do anything that day. And he's like, why are you calling me at seven in the morning? I know. <laughs> <laughs> why you sound like you had six Americanos <laughs> and a baked good? No. Um, that's when I do my booty calls, so 7 a.m. <laughs> so I only fuck coquettes. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna, <laughs> I was just going to say, have you slept the only people yeah, right, right. It's either a coquette or somebody whose birthday was the day before. Okay. So one of the two guys got the spiteful, the hate fuck. So yeah, well, I started texting both of them, but they were both very, like, they're both actually very good friends of mine. So they just, like, care what I'm going through. They're like, what happened? What, are you okay? Like, yeah. they're both very great, like. And, uh, yeah, it, it actually, so it, it, it took me at least a month to sleep with a guy, even after that happened. And but I, were you still in that relationship with, yeah. uh, that guy at yeah. the time? Okay. We got through that hurdle. Uh, it was still really weird, but I will say that the communication that you have when you're in a polyamorous relationship is probably way better than one that you have in a monogamous relationship. Like I never talk about shit in monogamous relationships. Yeah. Like I, I hit a wall and like, if something bothers me, I usually don't tell my boyfriend. I just like break up with him. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds really bad. But, but here's but the problem that I have with, poly- I like being single too much to be like yeah. stuck in some fucking relationship that requires too many games. Yeah. So I just like, mm, I'm done here. And then the poly thing, it's like, you're supposed to be open. You're supposed to communicate. And it taught me a lot about communication. Yeah. But I don't know if you necessarily have to read the ethical slut to learn about communication, too. I think I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, also. You're dealing with a really blocked person. <laughs> but you also, but you also, I feel that there's the other side of that where it's like, where is it that you're throwing it in that person's face and, and hurting them? Like sometimes right. uh, when I'm in a relationship or what, you know, I'll be dating a person and it's not, you know, we've never had a discussion, but we're, I'm not fucking anyone yeah. else. But like I go out with somebody else, whether it's like a, you know, another comedian who's just a a professional brunch or something like that. Yeah. I don't even say it's a girl because I don't want them. I know. I don't want them to think I don't. I think we all do that. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm going out with my friend. Yeah. And we don't say I'm going out with him or her. We just say. If I say a friend. I'm going out for brunch. Yeah. I know. I get it. But I don't even I I don't even say a friend because the next question is like who is she? Yeah, I just exactly. say I'm like I, a guy just yeah. to like neutralize the conversation because it's like look I know this is a, a producer on a show. Yeah, I have zero attraction to. I don't 
sleep with comedians. Right. So it's like, it's not. <laughs> well, that's where you and I differ. <laughs> oh, is this Polly Pita comedian also? <laughs> Obvious. Oh, really? Do you know my New Year's resolution for 2018? Don't fuck comics? Yeah, it was no more comics, no more bartenders. So subsequently, I fucked nobody this year. <laughs> so you're just going to mimes and like. Yeah, it turns out that was my whole repertoire. <laughs> and restaurant. Um, well, I guess you can't even do that because they no. But I, so if you're out there and you're a hot dog vendor, the saying. first the first thing I do if I'm mentoring a comedian, I'm just like they're like, what what are you what are your advice? I'm like, well, um, don't fuck any dudes. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you know, go far. Um, that's, oh, a, that's a, but all right. So we learned that. Um, the, are you still reading the book Ethical Slut, or do you just? Carry I mean, it nobody with- finishes nonfiction <laughs> books. Okay, first of all, nobody. Everybody, but you carry it around to just. I swear to God, if you're reading a nonfiction book right now, I know you have 30 pages left, (laughs) and it's just like on your bookshelf. These are all nonfiction. I read all those books. I love start. I'm the queen of unfinished projects, but uh, (laughs) here's what I will say about (laughs) about so so uh, how we got through our thing, uh, how like him sleeping with this other girl uh, is. And uh, you know the idea behind compersion? Do you know what compersion is? No. I'm so. Persian, so I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like it's something compersion. No. Compersion. Are you, is it your Canadian accent? Are you saying compression? I don't know. I don't know. What you're, what's compersion? I have to like throw my head back from the microphone compersion? if I laugh because I have like a cackle. I'm like, I'm like if a young philistiller. writing it down. Uh, compersion. <laughs> No. Compersion sounds made up. So compersion, no, it's true. It's in. Uh, it's a big term in polyamory. It's when you legitimately feel joy of somebody else's happiness with another person. Mm-hmm. So compersion is that's like, why you share. So yeah, you like, it's like oh, you came good. Yeah. So the one thing I I did like when we communicated about him sleeping with the other girl. The one, and I am a very positive person, which I talk about on stage, even even though that's a risk because everybody ex- expects comedians to be like mad at everything. But um, I am a positive person. And the one thing, like after I got through all the tears and the jealousy. Uh, and the croissant. And the croissant, which I swear to God that, oh, that coffee shop on Moore Park, it's so good. <laughs> it's like the most giant croissants uh, that I found was like, it was like, I, I thought about her experience with my boyfriend and like what it was like to sleep with him for the first time. And I do believe that like sleeping with somebody for the first time is the most exciting. Sure. And I was excited that she had that moment of sleeping with a person or him for the first time. And then he looked at me and he goes, that's compersion. But that's you're looking at it from her perspective. That's yeah. almost like a feminist thing, as opposed to the joy that you're. Are you saying his his having that sex with her? That was my feeling. No, it was more for her, not for so him. So, do you see where I'm saying yeah. how that's wrong? Is because yeah. if compersion is your connection, because you don't even know the fucking. My girl. compersion is being happy for. You're right. The compersion should. Come with him. probably between me and him. But I'm happy you girl. slept with her. But you're right. My conversion came more from her. So where I was like, I'm happy you got to sleep with this so, nice human being for the first time. Because yeah. first times are the best. Yeah, but that's not based on my knowledge of this conversion, which, which I just, just wrote today. down. You still have to read the ethical slide. <laughs> but, but, Somebody call Mike Kaplan. I need an expert. <laughs> well, my whole point is that you... Um, 
probably why you're not good at it is because you were looking at it from her perspective as opposed to the guy you had a connection That's with. so true. I also don't like being mean to women. Right. So it would be like, I'm not like a woman from like the 1950s. Like it's not my mm-hmm. go-to to blame a woman over a man. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be like, fuck you, bitch. You slept with my boyfriend. I could do a boyfriend and be like, fuck you. You slept with another girl. Yeah, like, of course. But of course, that's not, none of that argument is even plausible in a polyamorous relationship because I got into this knowing what it was and I just have to go with it now. Now, what the what the, the takeaway here is that when she went back to Texas and told her guy he was having coffee at six o'clock somewhere <laughs> and eating a croissant and doing the same thing as uh, you. She was and it's single. a circle of life. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Who knows? She was single, so she got in and out. And then there was like, <laughs> there was the part of me that was just like, not that I'm like a super kinky person, but I was like, did you guys ever even think about calling me? Oh yeah. Like threesome. maybe I should be there too, like a threesome situation. And then he was like, oh, she doesn't do that. And I was like, oh, that's a little bit burn city right there. See, that's, <laughs> I, like, I, I think that that's... Did she like look for a picture of me first? Like, is that like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? There was like a little bit of She's hurt like, let there me see her, too. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see your picture first. Like, I'm not saying like everything has to be a threesome. I'm just saying I would like an invite. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I probably would have turned down anyway. Yeah. Then at that moment, I was I busy my with decision. my secondary. <laughs> well, we are way over time. I knew it. And it's too bad because I have like 87 so good. more stories. I know. We're going to, we But might if you to... want to read the blog. <laughs> well, that's, that's actually, this is a good tease for your, for yeah. your blog. And now. It's a good tease and a bad tease because I'll tell you there's like 22 chapters and now I'm stuck. So. You, you only have 22 ending. chapters to read and then I have to find some new partners. <laughs> <laughs> so where, so are you, so you don't do online dating now? What do you do then? Not really. I'm, I, honestly, I'm not online dating right now because, clubs? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to comedy clubs, <laughs> picking up open micers, you know how it is. <laughs> no, but what about, you probably get approached after shows by dudes then. Yeah, I do. And those do are other ever... disaster stories, yeah. but, and I don't like telling disaster stories. So I like to keep it positive, mm-hmm. but honestly, here's where I'm at right now. I did the whole Tinder blog thing, like 2013, 14, part of 15, and now I'm already so grossed out by myself with like how much I'm addicted to my phone, and I don't need another app. I don't yeah. need any more reasons to check my phone now, and I swear to God, I'm having the best luck being single, just like going out by myself. With the ethical slut like in your, you just I have mean, the book on the I mean, that's definitely a great tool. <laughs> you just have it right on your door. You're you like, put your hey phone guys. down. Here's what you do. You go into a bar, you sit at the bar alone. Put you go at a happy out. hour where people aren't loaded. Don't go at like 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. You'll get, it'll be, it's not going to end up well. You go to a bar at like the beginning of happy hour where everybody's on like their first drink and you put away your phone and you talk to the person next yeah. to you. That's how it works. Put the phone away. Make a connection. I swear to God, I've, I've met the nicest people lately just going out by myself at a reasonable hour, yeah. <laughs> like one drink. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Put the phone down. We're all glued to our phones now. Yeah. Even the guy that last uh, I kind of uh, flirted with, he was like, this is why nobody meets anybody anymore. Yeah, your phone. Because yeah. we're all like just going to bars and restaurants and Checking we're just like playing phone. on our phones for like hours. Yeah. And then I dropped my phone too. And then we talked. And then he picked up my whole tab. He was so nice. My dinner and everything. He was like, it was nice to meet you. I was like, that's so sweet. So drop your phone. Talk to the person next to you. And maybe you'll fall in love. That's a good takeaway. Um, Where can people find out more about you and your blog? Okay. So my blog is, uh, (laughs) this is 
This is all I could tell him from uh, 2013. It's going <laughs> That's where all my blogs are, but you'll have to scroll back like 80 gazillion blogs to get to the beginning of my life, but whatever. What about and your website and stuff? Website, ChristinaWalkinshaw.com. Walkinshaw is walk like the action in like the preposition, Shaw like Shawshank Redemption. Christina's with a C-H, no judgment with the K-Girls. And then, uh, yeah, then Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff is at Walkinshaws. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Christina. Thanks for, for having me. You were great, coming. by the way. By the way, your set the other night was so fucking funny. Oh, naughty. thank you. Thank you. We are, that is another episode. This might actually have to be two episodes. Oh, no, I so, ruined no. it. I made it too long. I think people loved it. I don't think that there was never a downtime. So. Single people love it when things are too long. Compersion. <laughs> it is compersion. Compersion. You're going to have a compersion this set. <laughs> we're going to compersion. Compersion. With a Persian. Okay, you guys. <laughs> That's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to Singles Only. Thank you, Christina. Thank and- you for having me, Paul. Ooh.